Hello, hello. Welcome to this special episode of the Jerisha Said Podcast, the CEO Corner. This special episode will begin to unpack the part of our job description that wasn't necessarily advertised when we signed up for the role. Get ready to hear insights, vulnerable moments, and a reflection of lessons learned on this journey of uncovering the fine print of what's required to be a digital CEO. Let's jump right in. You do not need to have a million dollar business to become a millionaire. One thing that gets misconstrued a lot is that people thinking that they need to make a million dollars in order to become a millionaire or to be running a million dollar business in order to have a million dollars in personal net worth. And that is just not the truth. It's not the truth. If I was starting my business over from scratch or advice that I would give to a new entrepreneur, a new business coach, a new online coach, if they were like, Jay, I want to achieve a level of personal financial freedom, but I do not have a desire, or maybe I do have a desire to grow big, but maybe I don't have this desire to, to, to take on the risk, to overcome the hurdles, to solve the problems that's necessary for me to build a million dollar business. Because quite honestly, less than 5% of business owners ever make more than a million dollars in a calendar year. And if you're a woman and a woman of color, the percentages are smaller and smaller if you fall into that demographic. So when I am thinking about building a business or becoming a millionaire, this is what I know to be true. And this is advice that I would give you if you're like, okay, make make the math make sense for me, okay? Imagine if you were running a $300,000 a year online coaching business. That is a number that I think is more than achievable. Yes, it requires hard work. Yes, it requires focus and energy, effort, dedication, commitment, all the things. But that is very much within reach for you. A $300,000 a year online coaching business is very much within reach if you focus on having a core offer, charging a premium price that is aligned with the sophistication of the problem that you are solving, and being consistent with your messaging being consistent with the offer, relaunching the same offer more than one time in a calendar year and not jumping from offer to offer and being consistent in your messaging and how the marketing that correlates to the offer that you are selling. A lot of what I talk about here on this podcast, getting to $300,000 a year is absolutely within reach for you. But if we can do, let's imagine you have a $300,000 a year online coaching business, some few caveats of why I think this particular business vehicle is the route to take um, over other business opportunities. One is that creating a coaching business and doing it online, you're able to do it with such low overhead. If you are running a lean model and if you are making strategic uh, business model decisions around the offer that you are selling and making sure that you are using a marketing strategy for how you generate leads, that is also lean and cost-effective. So if you are running an online coaching business, one, you do not need a lot of team members or a lot of physical overhead in order to operate the business. Secondarily, if you are running an online coaching business, you are creating an offer that is already correlated with results that you have already gotten based off of skill sets that you currently have. So this need to go acquire tons of new skill sets or certifications or trainings to validate or, you know, perfect a skill set that you already have that's already correlated with a result that you already know how to do and have done, that reduces the need for extra expenses. Now, you may need to do some investment, which you probably will, 
and mastering your ability to sell because you probably have a really strong ability to serve and you probably have a really, you know, high capability level in a particular skill set to deliver a service or to teach somebody else how to do something that you have done that is valuable. But the skills that you probably are missing is your ability to sell, effectively articulating your value and aligning the messaging in your marketing content that does an effective job of attracting qualified leads who want to apply and enroll in your program. So that is a skill set that you probably will have to invest in, but you won't have to invest in a lot of certifications, trainings, or things of that sort. So when we keep those things in mind around around building an online coaching business, and like I said, let's just say you get it to $300,000 a year. Let's say that you spend $100,000 a year on business expenses and taxes, you know, hiring project-based contractors, investing in your own personal development and coaching, um, investing in software, the technology that you need to use to set up some automations and to streamline your business, expenses for your taxes, no matter what state you live in, either from Florida all the way to California, let's just say $100,000 is enough to operate the business and to cover business expenses, to cover business insurance, to cover normal business expenses, right? Then you're going to spend $100,000 a year on your personal salary. And okay, like, hello, Q6 figures. Um, many of us don't even make that in corporate America, let alone able to do that in our own business. So let's say you get to a space where you're able to $100,000 a year for business expenses, $100,000 a year for take-home salary. And then the other $100,000 a year that you have remaining, that is your profit, Money that exists after business expenses, after taxes, after take-home salary. And what I want you to do with that $100,000 a year and let that is left over is decide what you're going to do from an investment vehicle perspective to build your personal net worth outside of the business that you have created. And even if you are not savvy at all with investing, you have no idea about investing, Even if you just put that $100,000 a year into a savings account or check with your bank to see if they have any high yield savings account options. I literally was just every quarter or every year, I like to check with my local bank to see what new promotions are going on. And I just found out the bank that a bank that I bank with, I bank with PNC, one of the banks that I bank with, they came out with a new product where it's a 4% interest rate on a traditional savings account. 4% on a savings account? Like we haven't seen that as an option in decades, okay? Decades. But even if you don't have that option, even if you don't know anything about investing, just put the $100,000 away into an account that you do not have readily, like don't have easy access to. Put it in a savings account or open up a new bank account and just imagine, okay, $300,000 a year, $100,000 for business expenses and taxes, $100,000 a year for your lifestyle, $100,000 a year that you are going to put aside. And as you get smarter and develop your skill set, you're going to strategically invest. And even if you don't do anything with that money, but let it sit in a savings account that earns less than 1% a year for 10 years, you've made a mil, like you have a million dollars in, you know, liquid cash or in a savings account outside of you being able to live a great quality of life, living off of a hundred thousand dollars a year. Like if, if, if that was like the simple game plan of how do I become a millionaire without having to run a million dollar business? That is, that is what I would tell you to do. And 
what you do in a smarter situation here is start to strategically place and move that $100,000 in profit every year. So maybe year one, year two, you don't know what the heck you're doing. You just put it away in a savings account and let it sit. Uh, year three, year four, you start to invest in your education. You start learning a little bit more about investment vehicles that you might be interested in. And you start using that profit to either acquire assets or you use that profit to start put in some other investment vehicle that has the opportunity to create a return on investment for you. You know, maybe you start acquiring other businesses. Maybe you start investing in real estate. Maybe you start putting your money with a money manager. You know, once you have about $100,000, $200,000, you can go to the JP Morgans, the Morgan Stanleys, like the larger banks and start working with a financial planner or a wealth manager and start putting, allowing them to manage that money for you. Because anytime people say, oh, I invest in real estate, that means that you have now become a property manager. It is another job. Uh, Anytime that you say, oh, I'm acquiring companies, guess what? No matter if you have a million people on staff doing work, there's still work that is required to do the acquisition, to do the deal sourcing. Like there's still work at play. But if you were like, okay, let me just keep it plain, Jane, keep it simple, okay? Keep it cute, keep it low light. I'm trying to make lower my responsibility level. Just put the $100,000 a year, save it up and start working with a banker, a wealth manager, or start talking to a financial planner that can manage the money for you in traditional vehicles. And if you just did that for 10 years, 10 years, you will have acquired more than a million dollars in personal net worth. And when I say that, I feel like that is like the cheat code. It's like that is the simplest way to becoming a millionaire in today's day and age. And the reason why I think that $300,000 a year is such a sweet spot for many business owners is because doing what is required to grow your business beyond $300,000 a year requires a massive up-leveling in your the responsibility that you're willing to take on as the leader of your organization. Growing beyond $300,000 a year, you are going, like, you're going to have to make some tough decisions and your self-identity, your risk tolerance, your willingness to tolerate frustration and discomfort for longer periods of time has to skyrocket because the responsibility level grows the more money that you make because you start working with more clients, your processes to actually deliver your services and support your clients becomes a little bit more complex. Things start to increase. You probably start hiring team members or project-based contractors and like now you have to manage and support those individuals. Like the responsibility starts to increase and you might be in a position where you're like, I don't need the extra responsibility in my business. I want a certain amount of flexibility and freedom in my time. I want a certain amount of, you know, lower risk, uh, you know, responsibility in regards to my day-to-day operations. That's fine. But you can still become a millionaire. You don't have to have a million-dollar business. So that is like what I would recommend for somebody to do. And I think that that is a perspective that most people don't share. It's a perspective that most people don't even consider as an option. And if you're running a business right now, making $300,000 a year and you're unable to profit $100,000 out of that 300 grand, we, I, my, my question for you and is how can we start to reduce your business expenses or reduce the level of complexity that currently exists in your business model so that you can be generating more profit? A lot of the time, the profit is available. It's the model that is currently not working, which is causing you to not be able to generate as much profit as your business model probably can throw off. 
Usually your business model is too complex. There's too many offers. Your messaging is unclear. You don't have a clear program promise. Um, you don't have a clear system for how you're going to be generating leads. You're spending too much money on paid advertising and your offers are not expensive enough to cover the return on ad spend. You're spending too much money on team members who are not contributing to the growth of the business. So you're paying for getting your time back hopefully, but you're not paying for these individuals who are also contributing to growing the company and generating more revenue for the company, which hurts your profit margins. So that is a perspective I would just love to share that you can build a million dollars in personal net worth without having to run a million dollar company. And the perspective shift I also want to introduce is I want you to ask yourself, how long would it take in your current job or in the job that you had previously to make a million dollars? How long would you have had to contribute to your 401k to have saved up, quote unquote, a million dollars? I guarantee you it would have taken you more than 10 years. So when you think about opportunity costs, 10 years of focused effort to be worth a million dollars is worth, is so worth it because it would have taken you 20 or 30 years to do that in corporate America. For most people, depending on their salaries and how much their 401k contribution matches with their company. So that's just something I want to throw out there that I, my goal for you, my desire for you is how can you simplify your business model, reduce the complexity in your business model so that you can increase your profit margins, increase your ability to, of your take home pay, and also increase your, the profit that's available in the business that can be used, pulled out of the business and invested into other vehicles to build your personal net worth. If you still have questions about this or if anything in this episode was even remotely valuable for you, please share this, tag somebody, put it on your Instagram stories, send this episode to a friend that you know via text, whatever it is, because I want to get this perspective out to more people and I need your help. And if you have any other clarifying questions, just shoot me a DM over on Instagram and let's continue the conversation. 